بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم إن الحمد لله ونصلي ونسلم على رسول الله السلام عليكم ورحمة الله إن شاء الله we will recite from the penultimate ayah of سورة الجاثية بعد بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم فلله الحمد رب السماوات ورب الأرض رب العالمين صدق الله العظيم here Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is saying and for Allah is alhamd and for Allah is all the praise is to Allah Rabbi samawat the Lord of the heavens so this is the Lord of all including al-Ula, the first heaven which is the universe in which we live but all of the samawat Rabbil ard and the Lord of the earth. Rabbil Alameen. Lord of Al Alameen. The, the, here the normal English translation is worlds. Now the word worlds is not the best translation. But I don't think there is a better translation than Al Alameen. But it doesn't when you say worlds here. Normally when we... When it's mentioned worlds, we start thinking of planetary worlds. But that's not what is meant here. It's meant like the categories of creations that we find. So, the Alamul Bashar, the, the, the human world. Alamul Hayawanat, the animal world. Alamul Al Makhluqat Al Bahariya, the sea, planet, you know, the sea world. Alamul Hasharat, the insect world. Alamul Nabat, the 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 natural, if you like, or the 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 plant world. And there's all of these different types of creatures that Allah Subhanahu wa Taala has created in the in the planet. And these are all different categories of worlds, as mentioned here. What I'd like to reflect on, and what I found very beautiful from this ayah. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala say, starts with Rabbi Samawat, the Lord of the heavens. So all of the things in the cosmos and beyond. So with the starting, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala starting with the very grand, all the, you know, the massive, we can see, you know, when you look into the universe and uh, and the planetary systems and the star systems and, and the galaxies and it's like, absolutely enormous and beautiful and that's just the sama al-ula that is just the first heavens allah subhanahu wa ta'ala created sab'a samawat seven heavens and the, the the next heaven after the sama al-ula the first heaven is like a drop in the ocean in terms of its expanse and size so imagine the, how big this universe is the next universe is in you know infinitely but almost infinitely as bigger as this one and then on and on. Subhanallah. So Allah is starting with the massive here. Rabbil Samawat. Of all. Then zooming in. Rabbul Ard. Rabbil Ard. The Lord of this earth. So from the, from the universe and beyond. Now zooming straight down to the earth. And then from the earth. Rabbil Alameen. All of the creatures on the earth. 
So subhanallah, in this small ayah, in this small beautiful ayah, it's like subhanallah, a, a, a zoom lens on the best camera. Zo the, you know, the, the zooming in from the massive of the cosmos and beyond. Zooming down, straight down. You know, you see in some of these films where they zoom out from the universe into the earth. And you think, wow, that's amazing. That's what Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is doing here with the Quran, with simply words. This is the mu'ajiza of the Quran. This is the beauty of the Quran. Zooming out from there, zooming to the, the earth, and then zooming in further to the creatures on the earth. It's Rabbul Alameen. Mean all zooming into the innermost, smallest creatures of the earth. You know, in your bed, in each of your mattresses, there are millions of creatures there. These are mites eating your dead skin cells. And so it's not even going to the, in the insect world that we can see with our eyes. The infinitesimally small creatures. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is using that zoom in this beautiful ayah. And this brings me to the beauty of the Quran. When I read this, this is what I thought, wow, subhanAllah, look what Allah is doing with our minds and our imagination. With these few, few amount of words, brings us to the beauty of the Quran. This Quran itself is the mu'ajiza. And we can go into many uh, discussions about it. This, the words here in this Quran, it, these is, this is the miracle of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa this was his miracle to mankind and this is an everlasting miracle because after Rasulullah died, the miracle stayed with us. And we have this miracle here today, we have it on our shelves, I'm reading it to you right now. But in order to understand this miracle and its beauty, like I've just tried to express some of it to you right now, which means something to me, maybe to you it means something different, we need the key. And the key to this amazing beauty is the Arabic language, the classical Arabic language. And I know many of you uh, who are watching, maybe you do not understand the Arabic language uh, and possess the skills to go to the Quran and understand some of its meaning. But this is vitally important for us. And I encourage you and implore you to learn Arabic in order to understand this Quran and unlock for yourself some of its of its wonder. We can see that Islam, whenever wherever Islam went, the Arabic language went with it, because the Arabic language is intrinsic to Islam. Even when it went all the way to Europe, to Spain, it took the Arabic language with it because it's part and parcel. You cannot separate the Arabic language from Islam. And so in, in Western Europe, in Spain, the people there, even though they were Christian or Jews or Muslims, all of them, they could speak Arabic. And they were masters in Arabic, actually, the, the, the Spaniards. They were masters in Arabic. They would, you know, you, know, you would find great works of, of, of poetry by Jewish Arabs, Jewish Spanish Arabs. And this is the beauty of, uh, of the Arabic language comp uh, in, in coordination with the Qur'an. It created wonders.
Now, I implore each of you, I know you when you think, oh, I need to have a big, it's such a big task. It is a big task. But with every big task, the biggest task of all is to start. So just try and start your journey in learning uh, Arabic language. Little by little, little by little, you will learn and you will learn. And then, just like me, when I first became religious, when I was just 14 years old, the first thing I did, the first thing I remember doing, going to the mosque, and then after the Salah al-Dhuhr, I think it was, I just asked, who can teach me Arabic? I was a young 14-year-old kid. I asked the, the Jama'ah afterwards, is there anyone here can, that can teach me Arabic? I need, I need to learn Arabic because I need to understand this book, this Kalam of Allah, this miracle that Allah sent to His Rasul And that's when I started. And today, I am now going through the Qur'an and doing Tadabbur and sharing that with you guys. وأقول لك ولهذا وأستغفر الله العظيم